This podcast is brought to you by NetBank. Whether you're thinking of franchising your business, buying into or revamping your franchise, stay tuned for tips on how to grow your brand and portfolio. Welcome to episode 7 of the franchising podcast series powered by NetBank. Today we'll be interviewing Mark Harper and Spinello Mbata founders of PetroConnect on transformation within the fuel industry in South Africa. Mark and Sponello both have a wealth of experience in the energy industry, having been involved in operating multi-branded sites and corporate affairs of major oil companies. They have identified the unique need for PetroConnect services by seeing things from both a dealer and a corporate perspective, with the aim to address sustainability, ownership and transformation. Welcome Sponella and Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us at the beginning, what was your philosophy in setting up PetroConnect? What led to this new business? PetroConnect was really founded, uh, you know, from our practical experiences, Mark and I have been in business together and uh, him being uh, white and me being black and we looked at uh, the industry you know in, in its entirety uh, the fuel retail industry is undergoing a lot of transformation at the moment and and we looked at the challenges that any potential partnerships that will be formed could potentially face and um, there was no other model that we could look at and we just looked at at ourselves what are hurdles that we've come across um, what are hurdles that we've had to conquer and then we took those lessons and we said but other people will benefit from the challenges that we've had to go through ourselves and really I think at the heart of PetroConnect is our own experiences, our our flaws um, and, and where we, we've made things right and, and how do we go about sharing that information with other people that are coming into the industry. And I think also the operational side of the service station as well and how those challenges we needed to work through together. So there was the partnership side of it, but then there's the operational challenges that one experiences and how do we make that more efficient? How do we, how do we make the controls a lot, a lot better within the environment? So we had to look at the systems. We had to look at what can we do differently and how do we then replicate that to, to assist others? as well as ourselves. So it was sort of got to be a win-win. Based on your experience, what do you think true transformation means? What is it in the South African fuel industry? So I think um, there are just different components um, in this uh, transformation space. But one of the key fundamental things is really opening up the industry to the people that have not had the opportunity to uh, play an active role in the industry. And, and, and by that I mean the previously disadvantaged, but more especially um, women. We all know that in our country, for example, 51% of the population of our country are women. Uh, but if you look at the active population in terms of the economy of women is only 45%. 
And I think it's important that as an industry, something has to be done to address those challenges and to open up the industry to those people that wouldn't have necessarily had the opportunity to come in. And I think as PetroConnect, we have played a very uh, a pivotal role in, in really just opening up the industry, getting people that wouldn't have had the opportunity to come in and join the industry. So transformation is, is, is in every industry. Um, transformation is, is prevalent um, and we, we have to work on transformation as being all-inclusive and also how do you make it sustainable transformation. So PetroConnect was built on the premise that it's not just transformation, it's got to be sustainable transformation. How do we include everyone? How do we include everyone's skill sets and how do we then take the industry forward and take South Africa forward? So you spoke um, earlier on about women. So here I am a woman. I want to own a service station. Do I come to Petra Connect? Can you help me with that? How, how, what services would you offer me? So absolutely. I think one of the things that we've tried to do is to say, let's go out there. There's a lot of interest, particularly from women that are saying, We've always been looking at this sector from a distance, but we didn't know how to go about to, um, you know, attack it. Let's let's take advantage of the opportunities that are there. Everybody's saying there's opportunities, but no one is showing us how. And so as PetroConnect, we then came and said, this is how you could do it. So one of the things that we do is we invite women that are having interest. We go through our... Uh, pre-qualifying processes and if those people meet those minimum criteria they then get into our program it's a two weeks very intensive program that program is really aimed to gauge their efficiencies against their uh, aspirations if I, if I may put it like that so for example you could love to get into the industry but whether or not you are capable is something else so this two-week program is really designed to um, to ensure that you are really fit for this and after the two weeks we then put you into a pre-approved pre-vetted pool and we've got agreements now with uh, some oil companies where we able to feed those people through into their brand. Tell me, do the oil companies um, not have their own transformation programs and training of potential candidates? So PetroConnect has really been formed to, to bring those right people to our program. And you know, every oil company obviously has their, their transformation plans and, you know, they have transformation committees and the oil companies do have different policies that they, that they obviously drive. I think there's obviously been a bit of a challenge when it comes to making sure that the right people are coming into the industry and also that they're ready for the industry. So, you know, as much as there can be a, a couple of people that do come through the oil company and, you know, they go through their own um, criteria and their own policies, we believe that, you know, PetroConnect has been formed to bring in the right people and take them through a, a lot more stringent processes because we were formed with that premise in mind. So we are focused on the people. We focused on this experiential, um, the rigorous training um, that they have to go through and obviously the pre-vetting. So it's not just, you know, if you've got a little bit of money, you can get put into a site. That's not how we work. 
you've got to be the right fit for it. And not everyone is the right fit for this industry. So we look at being the right fit and then obviously taking care of the processes that follow that once you've been placed at, at a service station. So the two-week program through, through your academy, do you have some statistics on how many people come in and how many you get to an approval stage? Yeah, to date we've trained about 38 people all in all and I would say at least about 70% of the 38 people are women. Because the program is still um, in its infancy stage, so we haven't got a lot of people that we can say, these are people that have been trained and uh, this is the journey they've taken. And most of them are still in the pipeline of being placed at different sites, uh, but yeah. So they're undergoing placement processes, and obviously there's a process that has to be gone through after the program from various interviews that have to take place, different uh, due diligence processes on the service stations that have to take place because we want to set those individuals up for success. So, you know, the process is not necessarily laborious, but it is also, it's stringent. So it does take a bit of extra time, but hopefully at the end of it, it's, it's worth the wait for the candidate. Both of you make um, a very strong statement about transformation just in the fact that you are partners and have been working together for a very long time. Could you maybe demystify the, the aspects of legislation such as triple BBE and particularly in the oil industry? Okay. Yeah, I mean, transformation is, is obviously, if I can use the words, heating up at the moment because... There's obviously a lot of pressure now um, from government to make sure that the industries across the country are transforming, but particularly the fuel retail industry because, you know, the, the, the liquid fuels charter going back many years was passed and signed off by the oil companies that they would be moving in a direction that would see, you know, a speeding up approach to placement of transformation candidates. And I think we, we obviously a bit behind on that. So there has been now a push to get to get that going quicker. The triple B E sector codes, the fuel retail specific sector code, is currently in its draft phase. It's been through rigorous processes and testing by the various stakeholders. So there's a lot of stakeholders within this industry and every one of those stakeholders needs to have an input into the codes. And therefore it has taken longer to get the get the draft out to the public. Those sector codes would obviously govern the way that transformation from a policy point of view would be legislated. But I think transformation is all about inclusive ownership, but there are many other aspects to transformation. And I think, you know, you speak about demystifying, and I think that's where we have to focus a lot more is that there's a, there's a scorecard. And that scorecard consists of various aspects. It's not just ownership. So if we look, and obviously, you know, we could go on and on regarding this specific scorecard, but if we just zone into one being skills development, you know, where we're going to be going is that if a service station is 51% black owned, you still have to do skills development because we still need to be able to develop skills within the workplace. So that all contributes to your, to your scorecard. So even as a white dealer, you obviously need to abide by certain policies within that scorecard but it doesn't only mean ownership and I think that's where we have to demystify because a lot of the perception out there is that it's 
51 black ownership, otherwise you're not transformed. Um, and I think that's where we, we need to appreciate that there are different aspects to it. And, you know, you speak about transformation in terms of demystifying what it's all about. And I think partnerships, you know, transformation within a partnership space mustn't only be based on black and white or a white dealer needs to transform so they just grab a black person and partner up. It's not about that. You've got to partner up with the right person. And that's why Petro Connect was formed, because it's a matter of partnering up the right people and obviously working on those partnerships with them, mentoring on the partnership. Uh, I mean, Sponello and I by no means have a perfect partnership, obviously. Um, he's a difficult guy. And <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. He's, he's the arms are folded there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, anyone would say Sponello is definitely not the difficult one out of the two of us. But, you know, you always have to have a difficult partner. So I, I can I can take that, you know. And But at the same time, you've got to be able to work together. It's not about a black and white. It's about what are your skill sets? What are you bringing to the party? Um, how, do we, how do we work together? So that's transformation yes sure there's there's a obviously we've got to bring african ownership into the into the space and we've got to look at sites that will transform into the full ownership being under black ownership but obviously the industry currently is very much weighted in in one side so you know we want to see a lot more of those partnerships and we want to be forming that with those um, partners to form successful partnerships form partnerships that last because that's what it's all about. Well, I think looking at both of you is in itself a story about transformation. And even in terms of transforming from being operators at a service station, you're doing something quite different now in terms of Petro Canet's offering. And I think it's something that Mark and I, it's something that's very close to our hearts. We always want to look back and we're not by any means saying we've achieved a lot, we're successful and all that. But we do know that there's a journey that we've traveled and there are people that are behind us. And I think we have a responsibility of looking back at those that are behind us and say, we've paved the way. How do we pull you to actually follow suit and actually do even better than we did? And that's really why we're here. Tell me a little bit, is government involved at all in this transformation? I know you spoke about the legislation and the scorecards, but do you see government as assisting? Government is actually at the heart of this. So they are the biggest driver of transformation. They are the custodians of transformation. It is not the oil companies. It is not any other body, but it is driven by the Department of Trade and Industry through its various bodies and so all we are trying to do now is to assist particularly the oil companies because most of them have tried this before so we're not coming with something new we're not coming with something that's never been done but all we're trying to do is to say this has been done it probably didn't go as planned because of one two three reasons and let's take that and refine it and do it a different way. For example, most oil companies before got people in their programs before really assessing them. 
uh, people that fell in love with the idea of owning the service station without being tested whether they are fit for it. So we then doing this the reverse way. We're trying to test people whether they are fit for it before they get onboarded onto it. So that's really the the difference that we're trying to do. And, and we're doing this in order to assist all the role players in the industry to meet our transformation requirements and make South Africa a better place for all of us. Do you have associations with all the petroleum companies in South Africa or are you focusing on a few? So we obviously have had discussions um, with the major brands, within the major, the major oil brands. We obviously know that PetroConnect would develop over time and at the end of the day there's a trust that needs to come from the oil majors as to what we can do um, and where we've come from and obviously that does take time. However, you know, we want to be focusing on at least one of them at the moment and, you know, we're very positive about that one. Spunella, what does your partnership with NetBank entail? So we remain very grateful to be partnering with NetBank. They are a big giant and, uh, and they have actually given us a lot of credibility as a younger brand. Uh, PetroConnect is a younger brand and us marrying up with NetBank has actually given a lot of credibility into the brand and their faith in us through various forms that they have helped us we remain very very grateful but Mark and I are also through our business you know first and foremost NetBank clients and through the relationship that we have with NetBank we've literally uh, become unofficial ambassadors for NetBank because of the service that we're getting from them and yeah, so they're a great partner to have. So if I come now and I do your Academy's two-week program, hopefully have the attributes that you spoke about before and I'm, I can work 24-7 and I can manage about three different kinds of businesses on one site, am I, am I on, the, on the right track? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's worse. <laughs> now I'd, it gets worse. Now I don't have money. So is, is this where, where, or sufficient amount of money, is this where NetBank comes in? Yeah, so, so primarily that's where NetBank comes in. Uh, we are in a process of finalizing a model that would actually work for, for these type of individuals we're talking to, people that don't have a lot of money, but they have something to put down. And we are just, um, you know, in the process of finalizing a model that would work. Um, so, yeah. So what we like to see from a funding model is that it works for all parties and also you're not setting the new entrant up for failure. And I think that's where we've, we've often seen that happening because, you know, there's been a premise that obviously 100% funding is available and that can often set someone up for failure because you know, service station is all about cash flow. And also, you know, we want to see someone putting some skin into the game, if we can really put that very bluntly, because, I mean, we want to see someone coming in and saying, we've put something in. Nedbank, you know, they want to do things differently and they want to transform the industry. Um, and Nedbank wants to back these new entrants. Um, at the same time, um, you know, we are working on, on a model that works for them from a perspective of, you know, how long it takes them to pay it back, um, working on those cash flows, making sure that it's been stress tested. 
and um, you know we ultimately hope that that's that's going to be a, a winner for everyone. Sponella and Mark, thank you so much for your insights and guidance on transformation, not only in the fuel industry, just on transformation as a whole in business in South Africa. And we look to be seeing great success um, from your Petra Connect business. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by NetBank. Stay tuned for more on franchising or search NetBank Franchising for valuable information. See money differently. NetBank.